Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Welcome to the Wood Podcast. I'm John Miller, and this is a podcast where we just interview fellow skaters, no pros, no hype. We're just here for the stoke, and that's about it. Today we're in Fredericksburg Skate Park. There's a skate contest going on here. It's cloudy. Um, I got David sitting here next to me on um, Ordelay Skateboards. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Yeah, what's up, man? How Thanks you doing? for uh, agreeing to jump on and saying a little things and let me harass you for a little bit. I always got time for you, homie. Right on, man. <laughs> So, yeah, dude, we're here in Fredericksburg, and you're here to, uh, you have a booth set up here at this contest, correct? Okay, yep, we got, got a booth here in Freddy Park. Grapes sitting right here yeah. as well. He's worked on a lot of skate parks. Did you work on this one, Grapes? No? Okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, man, tell me a little bit. Uh, first, I guess we'll start with uh, your skateboard history, where you came from, you know, how you started skating and all that. I uh, started skating in uh, the Rio Grande Valley down in the southern tip of Texas, as far Valley. down as you, yeah, the Rio Grande Valley. Um, How was that? It was uh, it was strange and interesting and uh, fulfilling. Uh, looking back on it, you know, it was a good way to uh, grow up and skate. You know, I had a lot of really cool influences down there. All right. Um, there wasn't a lot of spots per se, but uh, luckily I had a bunch of ramps like ramps, down the like street. Ramps? Yeah, yeah, okay. totally. Like mini ramps ended up in my life like within the first year. Ah, weird. I figured it'd be all ditches. No, I, I, everything was tranny skating back then. So. Crazy. I never would have thunk it. Yeah, like so. Within the first year, I had Today's two mini ramps down it's the street. Pro binary. <laughs> pro binary. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I grew up skating ramps. And uh, about when, when was this? This was uh, so I started skating in 1987. Okay. Um, you know, 1988, 89 yeah. were the first years that I was skating ramps, and it was like uh, the era of, hey, dude, you can't just show up and not drop in, <laughs> you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. So there was obviously some little pressures, and when you're uh, impressionable kid like me a sprained ankle later no actually I'm, i was the type of kid that'd be like well dude i'm gonna go in there come on guys and everybody would just bail and i would be the only one there with all the old dudes and i would just drop in and crash and nice. and then i'd figure out a way to do it you know yeah so yeah i started skating ramps and when the ramps went away you know start skating streets so the real grand valley uh there are a lot of really cool people that came out of there That's looking McAllen, back right? on it no uh, well mccallan is part of the real grand okay. valley so it's like from Zapata, Texas, all the way to Sao Padre, you know? All right, yeah. If you do that from west to east uh -huh. and then from Brownsville all the way up to like uh, Raymondville and then all the way across to like Hebronville area. Okay. Yeah. So everything uh, south of Corpus. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. In fact, uh, you know, Corpus was part of that. What they call the the bend of the coastal bend of Texas, right? All ah, right. So right. Co Corpus had a lot of play into my skateboarding too. So yeah. it was like kind of a cool place to grow up. Sunny town for shady people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And meet a lot of really yeah. cool people that are still in the Texas skateboard scene right now. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So tell me about your first setup you ever got. Your first so uh, the first skateboard I got was a. Uh, it was a Nash board. So my the parents were like, yeah, you know, I borrowed my buddy's Rob Roscop okay. from next door that he'd never used. Yeah. And uh, my first skateboard was a Nash, too, that I got in second grade for this little fat Mexican girl. <laughs> and my dad was such, was so like, 
anti-skateboarding. I had to hide it under a bush in my backyard. And then when he found it, I got grounded because he said I stole it. You got a skateboard problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I borrowed that Rob Roscoff for a minute and then I convinced my parents like I wanted to skate. And dad was like, dude, I'm not spending a hundred bucks on anything, you know, you know how much money that is. <laughs> And uh, within a year, I destroyed that Nash board. And that Christmas, they got me a Steve Caballero nice. with uh, uh, Venture Trucks, yeah. uh, G-Bones wheels, Ooh. and rib bones. Ooh. And you know, yeah, it was a sweet <laughs> board, all white with a red bat. So that was nice. my first legit board. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. cab, man. That yeah. was the shit. And being a little Mexican then. kid <laughs> down in the valley, like, you know, Bones Brigade, everybody was like, hey, Tony Hawk's the yeah. best. And I was like, no way, fool. Steve Caballero, homie. Yeah. You know, Tommy Guerrero. So let's do some shout outs. Who were your tight crew skateboarding with growing up? So Scott Davidson, uh, Eddie Gomez, uh, Heath Sifuentes, um, John Paul Paxton, Bob Paxton, uh, there was Zeke Lopez, there was uh, there was a lot of other guys that I'm forgetting and they're yeah. probably gonna be like, dude, you fucking forgot to tell me. <laughs> Dirty, Ed. Dirty Ed was San Antonio. I didn't meet him for uh, about a couple okay. decades later. But so where do you live now? I live in San Antonio, Texas. So you're part of that whole San Antonio scene in a way. You you, you run Orderle Hardware, right? I run Orderle Hardware. It's so like year five now. Let's hear a little bit about Orderle, how that started. What made you decide to get into literally the nuts and bolts of skateboarding? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of a funny story. Uh, back in 2001, I was doing graphic design and doing some stuff. And uh, I, I, I would talk to Michael Steven a lot, like via mail. Like we'd yeah. write each other like pen pals because I'd met him a few times. And uh, I was always like, man, you're, you're like making shirts in your backyard and like making these little crazy zines and I was so like wow this is cool like you can yeah. actually do this stuff and not live in California <laughs> and uh, we decided one day that we wanted to start a brand together you know something and I came up with his name Orlin in 2001 yeah and then you know I moved away from Austin and he went on to do like Volcom and oh you Adidas were living in Austin and, at that time yeah I okay. was living in Austin in 2000 and 2001 okay so um, during that time period like I kind of just flaked and got yeah. married and didn't skate as much and had kids yeah. and uh, always had this thing that was just hidden that I never did and mm -hmm. you know and watching Michael do what he did yeah I was like man you know like, uh -huh. I could have could have been somebody you know <laughs> I could have done something and uh, so this one day I'm having a random conversation with this skate shop guy yeah and he's like hey man you should like start up your own like board brand and I was like oh you know everybody's got a damn board brand yeah. out there you know like gives a shit uh -huh. and I was like you know I, I, I have this thing like on a zip drive you know from college like mm -hmm. area and let me show it to you and it was the rose you know yeah. it's a rose sticker what are you wearing on your yeah, shirt now Michael drew for it and I was like I have this and he was like dude that's badass like you should do something like even if it was like nuts and bolts like uh -huh. hardware and I said you know what dude like why not like it's a small little investment and, yeah. you know you just try it out and see what's going on I'm not really doing anything mm -hmm. and uh so that's how it kind of came about. We started like this little Instagram page and uh -huh. we started having our Mexican of the day. You I know? remember the Instagram when it first yeah, started. Yeah, it was pretty like out there and nobody really knew that it was me yeah. and I didn't want anybody to know <laughs> because, I, you know, you're you're always self-conscious about these things. Like, yeah, is this cool? Like, is it going to be cool? Like, I was going to make me look like a douchebag or, 
So um, you can't think about that. No, I, you know what, dude? Like I'm Mexican, so I have it like ingrained in me because I'm a Catholic, you know, and they make <laughs> you feel bad about everything. So yeah. <laughs> you have to like grow up being like, man, am I like you cool are enough? worthless? You are nothing. Yeah, am I cool enough to hang with these cool people that I'm meeting? You know, like but I guess it was just like I want to be like part of this like deal and, yeah. and do something, you know, be somebody and, yeah. and give back. Yeah, the, the Texas skateboard scene deserves to have like you know what it's getting you know yeah. when i when i look over at the guys in austin i was always like man why can't san antonio be as cool as that <laughs> you know everybody comes down to san antonio and Keep like san antonio lame man. uses our spots <laughs> and then you know posts on freaking like thrasher and then it says like yeah. oh you're in austin with the homies we're like dude you're not in austin bro it's an sa spot i know yeah. that spot you know and we we really want to make like san antonio like cool like it is cool but it's like been disrespected by this <laughs> not trying Texas to be austin but scene. trying to be cool in its yeah. own way well, yeah, 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 I mean, just like, you know, be relevant yeah. in the skateboard scene because everybody's always like, oh, yeah, dude, Houston, and oh, yeah, yeah. Dallas, and oh, yeah, Austin. Well, San Antonio, they, they have that under the bridge DIY spot, right? No, it's gone. It's gone? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. They took it out. But yeah. I mean, honestly, like, dude, pros roll through there all yeah. the time because the spots are, like, not seen a lot. Yeah. And there's some really cool stuff, and San Antonio's booming right now. Yeah. And so they come down and, you know, do their thing. Well, you mostly skate street, right? I, right now, I skate a lot of street. I yeah. still skate trannies, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I wish I could, like, skate vert ramps like okay. I used to be able to, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that's kind of out of the question for me now. I don't know. Well, I mean, they're getting ready to start here, but I want to ask you, who are the yeah. top three skateboard influences you've grown up? Top skateboard influences uh, would have to be Scott Davidson, okay. uh, John Paul Paxton, and... Yeah, Carter Dennis is oh, the, yeah. Yeah, top He's on the list. Yeah. When I moved to San Antonio, it was like me and Carter met. Yeah. Yeah, he's that was, awesome. That dude's the best, dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's Scott Davidson, though. My, that's my OG. Like, yeah. that's my go to homie right there. Right on. Yeah. Well, cool. Where can people find some Orderlay hardware? So you can find us, uh, you know, uh, I've got a webpage. It's www.orderlayhardware.com. Spell it www.orderlayhardware. Dot C O M. That is Orale. Orale Hardware.com. Uh, yeah, you can find us there. You got the web store up there. You can get links from the Instagram page, which is at Orale Hardware. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter. Hey, at, yep. at Orale Hardware. Well, hell yeah, on man. I'm going to add you. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Pick right. me up. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for agreeing to do this, man. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Right. Anytime, brother. All right. Take it easy. Later. Later.